Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, November 23rd. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include the U.S. is set to release oil from its oil reserves, Jerome Powell keeps his job, and the bell tolls for your driving information. That's all coming up, but first, let's check markets. Dow, S&P 500, and NASDAQ 100 futures are lower by as much as two-tenths of a percent. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.63%, while the yield on the two-year note climbed to 0.64%. That's the highest level since March of 2020. Crude oil is lower by more than 1% at under $80 a barrel as traders digest news that the U.S. will release 50 million barrels of oil from its strategic petroleum reserves. Gold is lower, trading at under $1,800 an ounce, and the dollar strengthened versus the yen, the euro, and the British pound. Bitcoin trades at $56,300. Overseas, the Turkish lira weakened further, hitting a record low. In Europe at midday, the stock's Europe 600 is down about 1%, while in Asia, the Shanghai Composite Index added two-tenths of a percent. Stocks in Hong Kong declined more than 1%. Now our top stories. President Biden is set to release 50 million barrels of crude from the country's strategic oil reserves. India, Japan, and South Korea are also looking to release more crude onto the market in an effort by major oil consumers to tame higher oil prices. Jerome Powell is keeping his job. President Joe Biden nominated the Federal Reserve chair for another four-year term and elevated Lyle Brainerd to vice chair. Both are likely to be confirmed by the Senate. Bets on a quicker withdrawal of monetary stimulus pushed up Treasury yields in the dollar and also contributed to a final hour sell-off in tech shares that left U.S. stocks lower. And the sale of Nashville-based Transcore to Singapore's ST Engineering may raise security concerns as the company is responsible for roughly 70% of the tolls Americans pay through operations such as the EasyPass payment system. That's according to a report from Fox News. Transcore is owned by Florida-based Roper Technologies. In early October, Roper announced that Transcore was being sold to Singapore Technologies Engineering, known as ST Engineering, for more than $2.5 billion. Driver information, including license plates, traffic patterns, and home addresses, may be some of the data collected by the system. ST Engineering dismissed the data sharing concerns and said it will manage the systems without interference from Singapore's government, which owns the company. One customer of Transcore is the Metropolitan Transportation Authority, the largest transportation network in North America and covers the whole city of New York, as well as other parts of New York State and Connecticut. In company news, web hosting company GoDaddy said email addresses of up to 1.2 million active and inactive managed WordPress customers had been exposed in an unauthorized third-party access. Shares of Best Buy are down nearly 10% pre-market after reporting better-than-estimated quarterly results and raised its full-year guidance. Gross margins, though, they slipped. Shares of Medtronic dropped 1% toward an eight-month low in pre-market trading after the medical technology company beat fiscal second-quarter profit expectations but missed on revenue. Zoom Video Communications tumbled over 8% in trading overnight after the video conferencing company reported a slowdown in sales growth. 
Impossible Foods said it raised half a billion dollars in a funding round at an undisclosed, uh, undisclosed valuation. Tonics Pharmaceuticals said the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has cleared an investigational new drug application that supports the phase two study of its therapy for the prevention of migraine headaches. Tesla chief executive Elon Musk offered a response to being sued for more than $160 million by J.P. Morgan Chase, threatening the nation's biggest bank with a, quote, one-star review on Yelp. J.P. Morgan has accused Musk's electric car company Tesla of stiffing the bank on a trade deal that J.P. Morgan helped arrange in 2014. In separate news, short positions in Tesla as a percentage of the company's total shares available to trade have fallen to 3% from 20% at the start of last year. And the number of Tesla shares shorted has decreased almost 80% over the same period of time. American Airlines and JetBlue have asked a judge to throw out the U.S. Justice Department's antitrust suit challenging the alliance between the two carriers. Dodge will end gas-powered Charger and Challenger production in 2024 to be replaced by electric models, as reported by Motor Trend. General Motors has taken a 25% stake in Pure Watercraft, a Seattle-based startup that makes electric outboard motors and batteries for boats. Movado Group raised its dividend 25% and initiated a $50 million share repurchase program. New York hedge fund and U.S. newspaper consolidator Alden Global Capital has made a proposal to take Lee Enterprises private in a deal that values the company at around $140 million. Lee's publications include the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and Arizona Daily Star in Tucson. And Uber wants to add some greenery to the menu. The online food ordering service announced that it is partnering with cannabis retailer Tokyo Smoke to offer online pot orders in Ontario, Canada. Customers can place orders from the Uber Eats app, but then must pick the product up at a Tokyo Smoke store. In U.S. news, U.S. home sales unexpectedly rose in October, reaching their highest level in nine months. The market is on pace for the strongest sales in 15 years. Federal contractors, including janitors, security guards, and child care workers who provide services to the government, will soon be paid a $15 an hour minimum wage. Samsung Electronics plans to build a $17 billion chip-making plant in Taylor, Texas. Chip production isn't expected to start until the end of 2024. In other news, Chancellor Angela Merkel said the latest surge in COVID-19 infections is worse than anything Germany has experienced so far and called for tighter restrictions to help check the spread. Meanwhile, Slovakia is mulling the possibility of declaring a three-week full lockdown. Austria put its economy under partial lockdown Monday. For at least 20 days, residents will have to stay home and all non-essential shops will close. Ken Griffin, the billionaire founder of the hedge fund Citadel, has emerged as the buyer of a rare first printing of the U.S. Constitution, seeing off an impromptu collective of cryptocurrency traders with a bid of more than $43 million. The document was subject of a nearly eight-minute auction at Sotheby's in New York, where Griffin squared off with more than 17,000 cryptocurrency traders who had banded together in an attempt to fund a crowdsourced purchase. At 7 a.m., Dow, S&P 500, and NASDAQ futures are down as much as two-tenths of a percent. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.63%. Crude is falling. It is down more than 1% and under $80 a barrel as traders digest the news that the U.S. is set to release 50 million barrels from its strategic petroleum reserves. 
Gold is trading at under $1,800 an ounce. The dollar is higher versus the yen, the euro, and the British pound, and Bitcoin trades at $56,300. Coming up, analog devices, Autodesk, Burlington Stores, Dell Technologies, Dick's Sporting Goods, Dollar Tree, Gap, HP, JM Smucker, Jacobs Engineering Group, and VMware, they're all set to report results. And both the Manufacturing and Services Purchasing Managers Indexes for November, they're scheduled for release. Thanks for listening and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.